Welcome to Catch the Fire's Family Life Podcast. We are a family that encounters God's transforming presence and extends the kingdom. Each week we get into what God is doing among us, what he is saying through his word, and why we should be excited about where he's leading us. For more information about Catch the Fire and giving to support this ministry, check out our website and our church suite app. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Hello. We've got Kate Seidel back. Yay, I'm back. Ooh, 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 ooh. But how, how did you guys find the victory night? And for anyone who, who missed it, kind of what, what, what was it and what was the, um, what were we trying to achieve? Um, and maybe actually from, Dwayne, maybe from the, from the, you can speak from the worship point of view and um, uh, we can talk a little bit about the, uh, the inception of it, what, what, what we were trying to achieve. So. Dwayne, from the from from the worship point of view, what was what was the victory night for you? It was just radical. When you step into something new like this, you kind of like don't know really know what to expect. And so when you know by the end of it, it was like, wow, like there's so much going on, um, but so focused on God at the same time. Yeah. Um, and Matt I, said something at the beginning about we are going to do this type of worship, and we're not going to do yeah this other type of worship well can you so uh, it was bad thing was rob um, oh rob sorry yeah, it was rob, rob. Yeah, so yeah. rob was like we're, we're going we're going in to to focus on the city and and not inward worship and i think it just created this atmosphere of unity where but i i really felt like everybody kind of just put their issues aside and we mm. really went after this thing it just it just felt like um Particularly by the end, I mean, there's a, there was a picture that came up on Facebook with everybody with their hands mm. together and their arms up. But it wasn't just like that picture for the moment. It was literally like I felt like while we was worshiping, that's how it felt in the room the whole mm. way through. It just really felt like we're going after this together. Mm-hmm. I really feel like there's going to be some amazing fruit coming out mm. of it as well. So, yeah, from the worship perspective, like just watching everything unfold in the room from where I was was just beautiful. It was mm. so like fiery <laughs> it was it was interesting because it was fiery and that's that was um that st- stood out for me considering there wasn't a huge personal edge to it that it wasn't like i'm worshiping you jesus because you're going to fix all my issues or you know you're my good father mm-hmm. that, that's all nothing wrong with that but it was all you're in heaven and the angels are singing holy and glory to God and your kingdom spread throughout the earth there was there was no um, personal gain to be had Mm -hmm. from that portion of the worship or from worshiping from that style and I thought that wow people are people are hungry to declare that God is holy Mm -hmm. whereas you know often we have people are hungry to press in and receive their breakthrough as they worship which isn't a bad thing but if it's all we do then it um, misses out what the angels are spending much more time doing. Yeah. You know. He feels welcome. The angels, yeah. that's, they're like, we yeah. feel at home when you're doing this. Yeah. Like, this is what we're doing up there, so mm. we'll, we'll come join you because this it, is great. And it was sort of interspersed, again, you know, like you say with the angels, that, okay, the incense of the prayers of the saints is floating around heaven mm. while that stuff's going on. And the the interaction moments, sort of every, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, someone was jumping up on stage and was just saying, Okay, now just release your prayers for the government. Just go. And it wasn't so like, cool. a, we're now going to spend five minutes praying for this. Mm-hmm. And now five minutes. Yeah. It was just take 
take what you've just been doing through your worship and now turn it into incense and turn it into prayers mm -hmm. and I think that that really um, made a made an impact because um, again we're, we're all so trained to encounter God intimately that the it's almost like uh, it's almost like the most familiar gear that you feel like you always should be changing into mm -hmm. and for me I was sort of you know going for it in the worship and uh, you know having those little moments where you're deep and then you step out for a little bit and then you go deep again and I can feel myself almost moving in the direction of well I'm going to start praying or singing out about my issues or I'm going to start you know Lord what are you saying to me and it was a constant vertical reminder and mm. then okay and now release something over this nation mm. and kind of almost a real challenge not to be selfish for an hour and a half you know to like just don't make it about you in this moment and I, I think of um, while you were talking there I, I was thinking about our leaders retreat, retreat we did a few weeks back and the thing that the encounter moments that stick out most for me in that entire week and we had times where people were laying on hands and you're going down in the spirit all of that stuff lots of wine lots of that yeah. <laughs> holy spirit wine, holy spirit <laughs> wine. <laughs> to clarify <laughs> but I had a I had this recurring picture of Jesus on the throne in heaven mm. all throughout the week during worship and I don't usually think of stuff like that usually it's much more intimate I mean this was like he's on the golden throne and beams of light are shooting out like it's not I don't usually have that picture and then my probably my most profound moment with God that week was down on the beach looking up at the stars at about 10.30 p.m. on my own. And I had a fear of the Lord moment. Mm. And I was like, both those things are the things that three weeks later have stuck out to me. And one was about the glory of God and one was about the fear of the Lord. Mm. And that's what I've actually taken with me. Mm. The hug and the cuddle definitely has its place. And definitely we're, we're a father heart movement. We, we can't, we won't move past that. But it was just really fascinating for me this like he's holy and he's huge were so profoundly impacting on me that a few weeks later I'm still thinking about it mm -hmm. um, and that's why I thought was was really special about you know I mean you could throw it you know, let's throw everything out and just do that every night no yeah. but we have to have a place for that corporately yeah. and individually yeah so um absolutely I think yeah. that was a really powerful thing for me just like when um, we got about three quarters of the way through and Kiki came up and she was like, don't stop, this is where you press in. And I felt yeah. God really heavily saying like, when you come to the end of yourself, you say it all the time, when you come to the end of yourself, this is where I begin. And it literally felt like as she was like, press in, people started to press in, but they were literally coming to the end of themselves. Like, we're not used to this. And mm. so we're not used to pressing in for this long period of time. And it really just felt like there was a shift at that moment. Mm. And God really just came crashing mm. in. I just think, um we just released, I say released new vision. I, I think we just clarified what was already there and helped reframe it a little yeah. bit. We're stepping into the new, a new decade as a church, having sort of completed decade one. Um, there's so many things bubbling under the under the surface. There's these prophetic words that we've had that some are coming about and some are, you know, just waiting in the wings to come on. And so I just I, I feel like. Sometimes when I think of a city of 9.67 million people, I think, oh my word, Lord, how are we meant to influence all that? And then other times I think, Jesus influenced the entire planet with 12 people and mm. he didn't have like a great whiteboard strategy for it. He just did the Father's will. And I'm like, oh wow, Lord, we, we're in such a great place to do it. And I, I feel like, I just feel excited. I feel like um, uh, 
the Lord is 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 stirring up people all over the place to um, to lead us into these kinds of encounters corporately, mm-hmm. and then when we do it corporately, it kind of I guess inspires or it releases us to do it individually. You yeah. know, um, and that's that's really where it's got to happen if we're going to influence the city and influence our families. It can't just be us coming together in a room. So it, that's part of it, but sort of the whole of it. So. Speaking of, <laughs> Ephesians Sadly. 2, that we, we've been in for sort of almost as long as the church has existed. Um, I thought it would be good. We, we talked last, last time about um, the Jews and the Gentiles and coming together and, um, and a little bit just towards the, um, uh, after it, it talks about Jesus preaching peace, there's this really, um, really nice bit in verse 18, which I'm actually going to read off my... Uh, phone rather than the bible i have in my hand because um the, the new living translation which i understand is to flow a little bit um but i really like this this verse and how it speaks to the trinity i thought we'd just talk about this for a second so verse 18 verse 18 from ephesians 2 actually i'll start at 17 he brought this good news of peace to the gentiles who far who are far away from him and peace to the jews who are near that's kind of a summing up of the the previous sort of four or five verses Verse 18, now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. Say that again, now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. That just leaps up to me as a big, flashing, glittering Trinity verse. And I just thought it'd be cool to talk a bit about the Trinity from a personal um, experience like how you experience the Trinity um, what this verse is actually saying about the Trinity about we get to come to the Father through the Spirit because of what Jesus has done and then maybe you know from a corporate side um, even thinking of last Sunday how we experience the Trinity so um, Kate I'm sure you have the passion or something like that I do I've actually kept reading and I'm you get you just lost in the work. Now. Nineteen and twenty are so good. I'm just continuing on, um, but yeah. So eighteen in Passion Translation is, and now because we are united to Christ, we both have equal and direct access in the realm of the Holy Spirit to come before the Father. Um, I really love because if you go back, I'll do. do. I really love um, which verse is it? I think it's 15. This would be a great edit point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is real life. That's right. It's a family life podcast. Family life, is that what it's called? Yeah. I forget. I think I helped name it. And I'm like, what's it called? <laughs> family life podcast, episode 6,000. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that she just puts episode 6,000, regardless yeah. of which episode it is. Okay. So in verse 15, I just love this. Ethnic hatred has been dissolved by the crucifixion of his precious body on the cross. The legal code that stood condemning every one of us has now been repealed by his command. His triune essence has made peace between us by starting over, forming one new race of humanity. Jews and non-Jews fused together. Mm. And I love just... um, all the all the stuff about grafting in because we're grafted in anyway uh 16 two have now become one and we live restored to god and reconciled in the body of christ through his crucifixion hatred died 
For the Messiah has come to preach this sweet message of peace to you, the ones who were distant and to those who were near. And now, because we're united to Christ, we both have equal and direct access in the realm of the Holy Spirit to come before the Father. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so beautiful. And keeping on reading. Oh my gosh, everyone just keep reading. I'm not going to continue now for sake of time, but you could just really get stuck in this mm-hmm. passion translation. Don't read your Bibles until next week. No, that's terrible. <laughs> It's just amazing. I love, I do, like you were saying, I love that it talks about the Trinity. And when I, I don't know, you had asked kind of how we relate to the Trinity. And I really actually got to spend a little bit of time with Isabel Allen um, last time she was here um, after, like in the evening, after an evening conference session or or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she was talking, she was telling stories, and we would go from laughing to weeping, back to laughing, back to weeping. And she was just telling some incredible stories. And I really believe I received an impartation or a revelation or something that day or evening. It was like 2 a.m. We were all a bit like, huh? But ever since then, it's been so easy to to know and feel where Father Jesus and Holy Spirit are. Mm there's so much more tangible and like one I can't remember where we were going but Matt and I were in the car and um, all of a sudden I was just aware that the Father Jesus and Holy Spirit were all in the back seat and they were all like a little bit cramped so their shoulders were all hunched because hmm. they were sitting next to each other and I was in the passenger seat so Holy Spirit was behind me Jesus was in the middle and the Father was on the right and I I could see his head kind of hitting the roof of the car like it's just too hmm. tall and he was like um and Holy Spirit was back there, like, being really cheeky and kind of poking me. Because I had started to kind of manifest a little bit. And I was like, what the heck? And then realized that Holy Spirit was actually playing with me. And I was like, this is, I don't think I've experienced him being this playful before. Mm-hmm. And so I started to experience his playfulness and how fun he is. And he's just, he loves to connect in a in the physical. Like, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, that's makes sense because when we feel God Mm. physically it's him it's Holy Spirit at the same time they're all one and they're always Mm. together they're always unified they're always pointing us to the other ones Mm. you know I remember when I I, when I the only time I've heard the audible voice of God the voice I think I may have said this in a previous podcast or teaching I was so surprised with how young the voice sounded Mm. that it was like a 30 year old voice and I just assumed well I when I tell it like that you would think oh well that was Jesus you heard Jesus he didn't sound like Morgan Freeman no he didn't sound like Morgan Freeman <laughs> or what's um, the guy who plays Mufasa <laughs> James L. Jones yes who also plays Darth Vader yes, <laughs> yes. I feel um, like that should be yeah, as you know literally. the blooming yeah literally but it was like a it was like a mid-30s kind of guy with authority and warmth to, to the voice um, but I knew it was the father mm-hmm. and that was the thing that weirded me out like I mean like I, I was both astounded and also like how could your voice be so young because it sounds like Jesus but it almost like the voice is, is spliced mm-hmm. um, this is such a random reference and it was almost like I was hearing the father's voice but it was so I could have made a, the, the best case for it being Jesus's voice as well mm-hmm. But I knew it was the father's in that moment, but it was familiar, you know, just Jesus a bit of Jesus is still, his body is in heaven, right? And he's still 
33. Yeah. Yeah, that's another, that's a talk for another day. Which is so crazy to is, think about. I'm like, you're your own to be Jesus yeah. at some point <laughs> <Yeah>. up there. <laughs> that's definitely a good one for a, for another day to yeah. dive into. Kind of breaks the brain a little bit. Yeah. I did hear a talk from a guy from, called Derek Morphew about that. And he was like, in heaven right now, Jesus, 33. I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, anyway. I love that though. I do. I, I, I just love that my god is too big to explain like yeah. about my god that means he's big yeah. <laughs> like i don't want my god to be that small yeah. i'm like i don't want to have to relate him to every single thing that i do because mm. it doesn't make him bigger than me i'm like he holds the universe in the palm of his hand i think that's enough to say mm. he's yeah. big we don't need yeah. to try and understand every part of god mm. um but also i mean i've been doing a lot of studying recently on this um, and um, I read um, Good Morning Holy Spirit Sorry. and something really touched me when Benny Hinn was talking about the way he relates to the, Trin the Trinity in the sense that he talks the Holy Spirit but he prays to the Father mm. um, and when I started and I would literally feel him just land on my mm. shoulders mm. and then I would like shift up my bed a little bit and be like hey take a seat and he would just <laughs> literally come and sit down next to me and it was like this when you talk about being a kid in the kingdom it was like that just came alive that scripture mm. just was like I can just be six years old with my best friend Holy Spirit and mm -hmm. talk about stuff mm -hmm. and it's so funny that when you talk he talks back <laughs> and mm -hmm. you're just like oh my goodness like, yeah. um, but then at the same time be able to allow him to lead you into conversation with the father where mm. you're actually talking and praying about things that he cares about mm. yeah um it's been it's been really getting under my skin recently um and uh the uh genesis chapters that i've been going through abraham's story um and it has him sort of encountering the angel of the lord and you know the three men under the tree and then my lord can i go and prepare a meal for you and come back and then he then sort of has the the conversations about Sarah's birth and uh, giving birth, and then and then Sodom and Gomorrah coming later, and it's this interweaving of one minute the Lord is speaking, the mm. next minute he's sort of chatting to the angel of the Lord, and it kind of it it logically from our understanding seems to sort of phase in and out of making sense and then not making sense, and then there are these this crazy moment I was reading yesterday where the angels in Sodom and Gomorrah are telling Lot and his family to get out because they're like, we can't do what we've been sent to do until you get out of this city. Mm. There's a whole city of people and one little family is holding up the plans of heaven mm. because God had a conversation with Abraham and God wanted to honour his word to Abraham. Any thing that you want of them being very honouring, pointing at each other there? Um, <laughs> so one book that really did it for me was Holy Spirit by Michael Kulianos. Um, which actually directed me to Good Morning Holy Spirit after, um, but it changed my perspective on just how to just sit back and relax and not have to do anything to get God to come, like trying to force it. You know when you just start praying in tongues really loudly and think that's what's going to make God come? And I realised very quickly there wasn't a, a theory to this, it was just a wait and he started coming heavier than I've ever experienced mm. it before. So mm. Holy Spirit by Michael Kulianos. Well, 
went through I've been I was saved seven years yesterday I think it was and for four and a half of those years I had walked my whole entire journey with just Jesus and Holy Spirit and I had no concept of of the father we was actually in a couples counseling and um, I was started having depressive and suicidal thoughts and I remember Kate said to me oh where's the father right now and I was like I don't know she said, oh, where's Jesus? And I said, oh, he's right here. He's always right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember when she said, that makes sense. It made me feel like, okay, like I'm not, there's not something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. This kind of stuff has happened before. Um, and so she said, okay, why don't you ask Jesus, like, where's the father right now? And so I said, where is the father right now? And he said, he's here. That's a really good question sorry having, to interrupt having one if you don't know where other. yeah if you don't know what you can't find ask the one that you can <laughs> see where the other one is well done Kate good question it was, it was a good hit the story's about <laughs> um, but then at this in the same breath um, I was like I don't know and then it was the, the next question was okay ask Jesus how you can see the father and at that very moment Jesus was literally like you need to release your earthly father and I was like mm. I've done that so many times like and he was like release my father and at that very minute I felt the Holy Spirit come upon me and just literally this outburst of release of my my earthly father for not being there and all that rejection just came out in a second and I looked up in the corner of the room I'm pointing in the corner of this room mm. um, and these big fiery eyes literally appeared in the corner of the room and I literally for the first time in my life had dialogue with the father and it was such a warmth and such a, a love that I'd never ever experienced before mm-hmm. and you know we I'd done Christianity I'd led worship but I'd literally not experienced the love of God I'd experienced his holiness and experienced his power and the things that he does and we knew all the lingos about yeah he loves you unconditionally mm-hmm. but the first time I actually felt this looking at his eyes and the burning passion and desire mm. of love that he had. And I actually wrote a song about it, which we won't talk about. But um, <laughs> it is, um, yeah, it, that in itself changed the whole way that I saw God, the, the mm. way that I, I envisioned him. I started to understand that he does love me more than I thought he did. And it's not just about the holiness, it's the holiness and the love of God. And you need both of them, otherwise you can't function. Mm. Um, but yeah, mm. it was it was a very long encounter as well. It was it was it was marvelous. And um, you kept talking about his smile being so bright. It was like these. It was amazing. This cheekies, but it was like it was it was like he wasn't like <laughs> when you were preaching. You said you expected like Yoda, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was literally like a young smile with like just nothing but love. You just mm. like. Um, yeah, it just Come on. you can't describe it. It's just you, so it's something you have to kind of experience for yourself. Um, well, I would I would just take as a as a follow on point for anyone. Um, you you may have someone uh, a member of the Trinity, uh, an expression of the Godhead that you feel like you're very comfortable with, mm. and there may be one that based on your your past your history you're not as comfortable with or you just don't have you know for a lot of people the holy spirit he feels nice but how do i interact mm-hmm. with with him um i would take that as a as a, as a step forward mm-hmm. ask 
if you're comfortable with the Father, ask the Father what Jesus is doing. If you're mm. comfortable with Jesus, where's Holy Spirit? Where's the mm. Father? And like I said, allow them to lead yeah. you to each other. Yeah. And I think that's that's a beautiful place to finish. Yeah. Amen. Thanks for sharing, Dwayne. That's awesome. Have a great week, everyone. Yeah. Let's pray. <laughs> that was loud. <laughs> God, we love you. Every part of you, known and unknown. Oh, oh Lord, we love you so much. <laughs> we thank you that uh, that you have given us humanity, that you relate to us, that you have made yourself low and drawn close, drawn near to us. We thank you that you are three in one mm. and that you encompass so much more than we could ever be or imagine, mm. that you're bigger than we could ever understand and that you're perfect and that you're good. Would you just impart right now just the ability or an increase to experience you as a trinity, as the triune God, as Father, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. Mm. For anyone who's had difficulty experiencing or connecting with any part of who you are, God, I just mm. ask that you would bring a release in that area that they would begin to experience you from this point on in a greater level, in a greater measure, and unrestricted from how it's been in the past. Yeah. So I thank you, God, that you're grace, you're gracious, and that you're kind. Yeah. And you love to, you love to do that.